right, well, I'm full of Thanksgiving food. I'm trying to uh, wake up from my various food comas. Having two Thanksgiving can be quite taxing on the body. I'm sure you you understand. Amen to that. Absolutely. How you doing? Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you too. I'm doing doing quite well. Lots yeah. to be thankful for this year. Yes, you're right. I think that uh, at the end of the show, instead of um, what are we usually do, we'll, we'll do like a little. What are we thankful for in the sports world? Let's have. Let's do a little bit of that. That's good, isn't it? That, that's great. I, I like see the that. smile across your face. That's that's like, it's like you get a little excited about that. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. A little, little on the fly. A little twinkle. Yeah. Um, you hear any Christmas music yet? Uh, only on a few commercials, like car commercials and stuff. That's about it. Uh, so I'm not not in the mood completely there. But after this weekend, after the Michigan game, that really for me is when uh, that's when it's time to be Christmas now. Thanksgiving's over, falls over, college football is kind of wrapping up, and it's time yeah. to get into Christmas season. You get your anti-Michigan aggression out of your system, and you're ready for the holidays. That's right. It's a purge of all your hatred. And then the holidays happen. Unless, of course, Michigan wins, in which case that carries all the way through to New Year's. <laughs> but, you know, here's what's crazy. We haven't experienced that in a very long time. A Michigan uh, win? Um, yeah. I don't, really, Ohio State losing to Michigan. In our – really, since we've been football fans, it's only happened three times, I think, that they've actually lost to them. And one of those three times – was kind of a throwaway season anyways with Luke Fickle, and like right before Urban Meyer. Well, I don't have the numbers, but I don't know if that's totally true. I mean, when we became football fans, we've been, we, were, we were born and raised Ohio State fans. So it's, we, we've had Ohio State and, and what's happening with them in our consciousness for well, 30 years. You know what I mean? So it's like, of course, we've, you know, in the 90s and the early 2000s, those Michigan teams were great, even in the, even in the mid-2000s. There was some back. I mean, Trestle wasn't just dominant, you know, wholly dominant against Michigan. But are you looking he at it right now? He absolutely was. He absolutely was wholly dominant. Refresh my uh, memory, and this is just going to prove your point, and I'm totally fine with it because it's uh, Ohio State dominance. All you Ohio State this, haters that are out here listening to this, cover your ears or something because this won't be pleasant exactly for you. This, this is going to be a big Homer Homer segment here. I've been thinking about this, thinking, reflecting on my thoughts on this rivalry leading up to the rivalry. I've been thinking about this a little bit on like what this means to us and as Ohio State fans and you know Michigan fans, and like our childhood, like when we were kids, like you know from the years I don't know nineteen ninety to the year two thousand, it felt like you know it was a bummer this time of year because Michigan kept whooping Ohio State in the John Cooper years, and he he beat Michigan one time, and it was. It felt awful, right? And so we just always have this ingrained feeling of like, oh, Michigan wins every year. Like it's you know it's it's uh, it's it's real even, and the games have been close. But let me just tell you that since since two thousand and one, so since the turn of the century, Michigan has only beaten Ohio State three times since two thousand and one. That's insane. It is insane. They won in two thousand three. And I think back at that time, Ohio State was, they were coming off the national championship year. So they were ranked pretty high. So they won that year. Okay. Then they won in, oh, no, they won in, they won in, they won in 2011, that Luke Fickle year. Other than that, Ohio State won. The, the one, the one game in 2010, Ohio State won that game, but it got vacated. So that's why I thought that they won three times. Michigan's only won twice since 2001 that's utter domination it really I mean? is it's interesting that you brought up the 90 years in the 90s and that's when we were you know young young boys um maybe that's why we still that's gonna sound so rude to say considered a rivalry it absolutely is that's not changing i hate the james franklins of the world which by the way that contract is absurd but like th- that dude who goes off and says, uh, you know, paraphrasing, oh, even though Pitt and Penn State have been playing for over a hundred years, that it's not really a rivalry anymore. Screw that guy. That guy can go fuck himself. Yeah. I'm just gonna say it. You don't say Whoa. that. Well, I'm just saying you don't say that. Like that's it is a rivalry. It's interstate. It's the the biggest rivalry Pennsylvania's got. 
Like, it is. It's huge. It's just that's the ultimate disrespect you can say. Is that's not even a rivalry. That just shows how little he knows about the institutions that he is a part of. You know what I, I mean? don't know where he came from, but well, they were good. But that's why. So I'll never say. I mean, even even though, like you just said, two 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 times in the last twenty years that that Michigan's won. I still the groundwork for you and me at least was laid. I hate Michigan. I never want. I, I, I don't. I want to beat them every single year. The 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 sign of a good successful season. You can go. You can lose every other game if you beat Michigan. You're you're doing okay. Like I, I I'm fine with that. It's as much as that would suck. Like you got to beat you got to beat the team up north, right? That's exactly right. I wonder though. Well, I wonder yeah, yeah. if you're born in. 2003, you're you are now what eight, 19 years old, 18 years old. You've seen Michigan win once, like yo, yeah. that's. I mean, you, you, you if you're an Ohio State fan, if you're a proclaimed fan, then you get it. I would hope that you get it. But there's always going to be some of those peripheral fans that, oh yeah, I grew up in Ohio and I'm not really into sports, and but yeah, I like the Buckeyes. Everybody gets excited about them, and what's this Michigan in? Yeah, I, I'm sure there's always going to be some of those people, but it's the it's the biggest rivalry in college sports. Yeah, they 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 people that were Ohio State fans that are born in 2003 haven't felt the pain that we felt. Mm. You know, like haven't they haven't they don't, they don't know what that even is like is losing to Michigan. It's it's a shameful thing. That that team is a shameful team that loses to Michigan. You know, like it's it's you just can't do it. And we've fortunately for us, we haven't experienced this, but. Going back to just real quick on the on the uh, just historical feeling like Michigan's dominated Ohio State, despite the last twenty years of utter dominance, they still are fifty eight and fifty one and six. You know, so Michigan Michigan's won more still after twenty years of Ohio State dominating. That just shows you how historically the it's it's been. So we still have a lot to fight for here. You know, like we gotta we gotta we gotta, we gotta get more wins than them. We, we do. Win the rivalry records. So we, we let's do. Just keep we on rolling next tomorrow. We do have a lot to fight for. You know, because we're bringing all this up, we're going to lose tomorrow, right? Oh, I they're going to lose. Oh, they're definitely going to lose. Set number two in the country. This will put Michigan like in the playoff. Oh, I don't know. Will it? I mean, I, I think so. This is for the big. Yeah, oh, it will. Yeah. If they if they if they win, they'll go to the Big Ten championship. They're ranked five now. If they beat Ohio State, they'll be in the top four. They'll be in the playoffs. And who wants to see Michigan in the playoffs? I was just oh. looking. I was looking back because I was look. I was on DraftKings. I was. I was not looking to put some money down, but I. I like doing some of those same game parlays, and I didn't realize it until just a mo- moments ago that you can't put like pl- on specific play- college players. It's just like the team and stuff. Um, but I was looking through Michigan's record, and they've had some close wins to like Nebraska and and I mean Michigan State was a close game and. They lost to Michigan State. Oh, right, right. Well, it was close, but they, yes, they lost. Um, but close against Penn State too. That's what I was thinking. Um, but yeah. you know, Ohio State—they're kind of c- catching their stride. They should win. I mean, it, they absolutely should. I think everybody's picking them to win. But they you should know, win. That's this is how this it is. game doesn't ma- anything can happen. We man. know it doesn't matter. In fact, the times where they should win, a team should win. That's when Ohio State loses, you know, or or that's when there's an upset, you know, what I mean? whether it's Ohio State or Michigan, like it's when all the expectations are on one team. That's when the upsets happen. When it's like, oh, who knows who's going to win? Luckily, lately, Ohio State's come out on top, which is good. But I don't know. It's going to be a long day tomorrow. And I will say it will be a long day. And I will say that Ohio State has not early in the season, their first like four games that they did not look good. I mean, they they have a loss in there. They've only lost to Oregon, who just got whooped right. up on by, um, oh gosh, who was it? It was like uh, Utah. Utah, that's right. No, Utah State. I think it was Utah State. It doesn't matter. It was one of the Utahs. Um, one of the Utes. <laughs> well, the Utes are the Utes are Utah. You know, you know what doesn't matter. Um, hey, other college football stuff. Yeah, Pitt, baby, they're in the ACC championship game. ACC championship. How amazing is that? Next Saturday, I think they'll be playing. I think they'll be playing Wake. Is that locked if, up? If, it's not locked up. Wake needs if all Wake needs to do is win against Boston College, which they should win. That Boston College is six and five. Wake is uh, 
9-2 and the ranked 18th. So uh, a victory there would guarantee them the spot in the ACC. Who else would it be? If, if they lose. Now that's when things get kind of crazy. So assuming these other the other two teams that are in it right now are Clemson, which – that that would be that would be a travesty if Clemson sneaks their way into the ACC championship uh, because they beat Wake Forest and so but they still have one extra loss so it's Clemson and NC State are the are the other two so if NC State wins um, then I think and Wake Forest loses I think they might edge out Clemson in the, in the tiebreaker don't quote me on that but that that's how they have that outside shot of uh, making it too I will quote so, you on that you're on you're on record. Um, on, that's exciting, right. though. Big, big moment for Pitt football, baby. It's, it's a big deal. The Nard Dog getting it done. And I mean, listen, here, here's the deal. Everybody will be like, oh, well, Clemson's having a down year. The ACC's kind of crap. Don't listen to that garbage. That's not true. And I'll also say this. This is exactly the year that, that if you're a Pitt and you've always kind of been, like, knocking on the door, you've made it to ACC championship, you've lost to Clemson. Like, you, you're, you've always kind of been in that, like, top of the coastal for like the last five years, something like that. The down year for a Clemson is the year you have to capitalize on it. This is the only, you don't get many of these opportunities because Clemson's still going to be Clemson. They're going to be just they've got a sophomore quarterback. Like they're figuring things out this year. They'll be right back up there next year. This is the year you yeah. got to take it. That's the only way to start to 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 really gain a lot of traction in the conference. So this is this is a big this is a big big deal for Pitt. Big deal. It's a huge, yes. It could put Pitt on the map if they win. If if they win this AC championship game, no matter who they play, because honestly, if they play Clemson, Pitt's beat Clemson. Yeah, you know. So like, if, you know, oh so no, no, no! I don't want to play Clemson. I do not want to play I don't, Clemson. Well, I don't, listen, I don't want to. I'm just saying. I I don't feel like oh I really hope that there's one opponent that's just going to crush Pitt. Like Pitt's got a chance to win. Oh yeah, I think they're going to be the favorite no matter yeah. what. Yeah. Which would be amazing. So if Pitt can win, they're going to go to a good bowl game, a New Year New Year Six bowl game as the ACC champion. They'll go to like the Orange Bowl Tostitos or whatever. Tostitos Bowl. Yeah, they might. They'll probably play like a Cincinnati or a Notre Dame, and that would be awesome. I would. I would be down with that. You oh, know? sorry. Like, it's the it's the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. Man, how did Tostitos get? Why did they give that up? That wasn't even. You know it wasn't why? even pandemic related. It was like you. You want to know why they gave it up? Tell me. It's because it's because for all of eternity. We're going to still call it the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl. Like they, they don't, they don't need spend it. money on it anymore. They, they don't need it because they. It's like yeah, it's the Fiesta Bowl. Of course, people are going to be eating some you know tortilla chips. So you know that's that's true. That's true. Money well money well saved, I should say. What's Tropicana been doing? I mean, the Orange Bowl. I mean, let's go. What are you, what are you doing here? Minute Maid. I mean, Minute, is Minute Maid? Wait, who's who? No, who, it's who's not. That's my point. It's not. It's just. It's always just going to be the Orange Bowl. Because it was played at the, the back then, the stadium was the Orange Bowl. It's no longer. It's, it's Hard Rock now. It's they played Hard Rock. Oh, yeah, it's true. Now it's called the Capital One Orange Bowl, which right. is even more confusing because there was a Capital One Bowl that was independent of the You're Orange right. Bowl. You're right. I hate bowl games. Bowl games suck. Like honestly, they should. They should just. They should just do away with them. It's. 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 Why do they suck? Or, Tell me why they suck. Because they all sound made up. They're just like cash grabs. Yeah, I get that. That's true. Okay, hold on. So let me put it this way. I don't like how corporatized bowl games, I think, have become. Because back in the day, back when, when before we were around, I think, there were actual legitimate bowl games that still exist today. But that they were just there. They were like institutions or whatever like that, that, that run the, the bowl game. That it's just, it's just a tradition that you The did. Rose Bowl. Exactly the rose, like, and that's why the classic bowls, the sugar bowl, and the bowl name, the bowl games that are named for things that aren't corporate sponsors, are awesome, you know. And they should have as many of those and and set up traditions of all those types of things. But when you start actually like calling the bowl games the corporate, like call it the you know the Orange Bowl presented by Capital One, you know what I mean? Like like not the Capital One Orange Bowl, or what's even worse, like the corporate bowl game, like the Papa John's pizza bowl. Like who, I mean, okay. I picked, I probably picked the best one. <laughs> that was not a good example, but like the micron PC.com bowl or something like that. Like that's, that's garbage. Who wants to, who wants to play in that? Who wants to win that? You know, whatever, maybe, I don't know. It I don't know, man. Away. The Meineke car care bowl. That's uh, the golden touch. Wait, that's Midas. Uh Oh, 
Yeah. Point taken. I mean, you know, what are you going to do? Like, I would rather see, you know what I would rather see? I mean, we can do this all day long. None of this is going to happen. But this is our show, so let's, let's fucking do it. Uh, wouldn't it be cool? Wouldn't it be cool? You have, you have, okay, let's say you have an eight-team playoff, conference championships, and then three more. Those you can take your take the most popular, most revenue generating bowls. Keep those bowls the same. No other bowls. Then what you could do, and you can still get your money this way, but you just have some like you call them holiday expositions or exhibitions that were like, yeah, okay, oh wait, uh, uh, Michigan didn't make it because uh, they lose tomorrow, and um, like, hey, uh, freaking Washington, or maybe that's a terrible. Pit. Who's like who's on the front? Hey Notre Dame, Michigan Notre Dame. If you just say hey, because we're, we're, you, you again you have a month to figure this out. You could I mean you could have a whole committee the whole season long if this was the setup, just figuring out okay who's in our range. Let's start talking to some people like hey Notre Dame. If you don't make it, what do you think? Like you want to have a little Michigan Notre Dame? You know a little it's region very regional. It's it it doesn't cost a ton to get to play, whatever the travel is easy. Some t- some network's gonna buy rights to that. And it's a little it's a little chaotic because it's because you're still figuring it out on the fly a little bit, but you can plant the seeds, and you can yeah, have. Some, I mean, everybody's going to go that 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 game, Michigan Notre Dame. Even if it, there's nothing, there's nothing on the line. There's no bowl. There's no nothing. That's that game's going to sell out. Oh yeah, it would be huge. What about like a like adopting some type of like a a model of that preseason college basketball teams do you know like where they do like invitationals Ooh. where it's like oh it's like so like hear me out what if like you know how like there's like the um nit tournament against the ncaa tournament what if there's like the what if we could set up these institutions that have like these you know invitational playoffs where there's like a four-team playoff two weeks in december where you know michigan notre dame you know michigan state and penn state or whoever they just they do like a, they do a, the four team playoff for what, insert trophy here, and that is the postseason for teams that are otherwise good, but aren't going to be in the consideration for the actual national football playoffs. So all the all the organizations make money. The fans of those of those universities will will watch it. They're going to pay for it. It's it's basically two more games on a season, and it's it, it helps solve some of the problems that this consolidation of the national you know, national championship playoff system has hap- happened on, you know, with, with recruits and all that type of stuff. You actually have other opportunities for people to want to go to other schools to where maybe they can highlight themselves in some of these postseason tournaments that otherwise don't exist. So essentially all we've done here is take a, make, take a bunch of meaningless trophies and make just a couple meaningless trophies. <laughs> I mean, who gives a shit about the NIT? No, the thing to think about that. Who gives a shit about the NIT? We're just taking the the Meineke Car Care Bowls, the BBVA Compass Bowl. We're just taking all those, getting rid of them, and we're just saying, "Hey, we're gonna have like a like a others receiving votes one trophy, like one trophy for whoever gets that." That's that's all we're really doing. But it sounds cooler. Doesn't it sound cooler? It sound it sounds fine. It sounds like what it is, but I don't know that it's it's like. The issue at hand here is that all these things feel like money grabs. We're just giving less people opportunities to grab money. That's all. That's all that system really does. Like, listen, if you're if you're a fan of Michigan, they're going to make it to a bowl. They'll make it to the 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 what the Outback Bowl or something like that. Like, not like it's the two ranked teams. There'll be two ranked teams. Like, it'll be like Michigan versus like. Uh, 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 UCF or Wake Forest. Terrible example. Wake Forest. Yeah, Michigan Wake Forest. If you're a fan of Michigan, you're gonna watch the game. You know you'll be you'll want them to win. It'll count for the coach's bowl record, all this stuff. Like, so this new setup, all you've really done is make it so that like the Capital One can just take the whole tournament and say, "I'm this is the Capital One Invitational Tournament for for the make, ranks make ranks bigger. eight ranks nine through through uh, twenty." That's, you know. It's, but it's a bigger it's a bigger deal though because you can still you know kind of in all this in this subjective world that college football is you can kind of prove hey out of these four teams that were kind of grouped with us the best one you know I don't know I don't know I like it I, I I'm cool riffing on this but 
I think we're just kind of like, I think we're just taking, instead of finishing our food, we're just like spreading it around. We're just playing with it. You know, we're making it that, look, we're that, making it look like we that, ate it, but we didn't really eat it. That, but that makes it look, make, makes it much less uncomfortable at the dinner table when you clean your plate up. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I'm setting it. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. You just it's smash the jello thing and kind of spread it into your. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah this is great. I'm just so full. Oh, you know? Yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's objectively a better. I couldn't possibly have another bite. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what's saying. This is it, gross. Feed us to the dog. It's improvement over the alternative. Um, Browns yeah. Ravens tonight or uh, this this Sunday. This is a big game. I'm transition. Oh. I'm changing topics. Yeah, oh. Dude. Are you really? I thought Browns Ravens Sunday night football. See the fingers. They're pointing. It means it's a big game. It's a big game. Pit, it's uh, a big game. It's a bigger game for the Browns than it is for the Ravens. Completely disagree. I don't know why you why why. The Browns need to win this game. If the Browns don't win why? this game, they're because their playoff hopes are in serious jeopardy if they are not if they don't win this game. I don't think that's true. They have to win this game. Is it is it in Baltimore? Yeah. They gotta win this game. Why? Why do they have to win this game? They, they play them in literally in two weeks. They have a bye and then they play Baltimore again. I mean you gotta win. I mean, you, you gotta win both. This isn't like a must-win. No one's in must-win scenarios unless you are. Unless you've got four wins on the season, because you're yeah. still in like in the playoff hunt. You gotta. You gotta win, like the like the Eagles right now. The Eagles and they have a good. They have a good stretch of teams coming. I think we talked about it last week. But they have to win. They, they they they're playing the Cowboys this week. I think. Might be wrong on that. The Giants maybe. They're playing the divisional game. I think they're playing the Giants. They have got to win that game. Which team? Are you, which team did you say? Eagles. Eagles play the Giants. Okay. They got to win because the Eagles are sitting like like four and seven or whatever it is. I mean, you can't. The you Eagles can't, are five and six. Five and six. five and six. And the Browns are six and five. <laughs> I'm just saying, exactly. man. I'm just saying. Yeah, but here's here's I, I, I mean, yes. If the if the Browns lose, is their season? It's officially dead? No, absolutely not. But what I will say, and this is what I was talking about last week when I was talking about where two teams are at with the Bengals and the Raiders, the Browns are on a slide. A disagree. Slide. Disagree. Completely disagree. They just, they're coming off a win. How, you're not sliding if you just won. They just beat Detroit. A win? They beat Detroit 13-10. to 10. They didn't look good at all after getting destroyed by the Patriots. You didn't even watch the game. And Baker was hobbling around on the field. He could barely finish the game. But they, they grinded it out. They won. They grinded it out and won. They won. Against the Detroit Lions, who haven't won a game all season. They won. They won. They barely won. The Lions, all, I will tell you also, the Lions have like the most one-score losses all, like all season long. I mean, they they tied to the Steelers. They lost. They won. They lost by a field goal to the Ravens. Like they're in some of these games. They lost by a field goal to the Bears. Less than a field goal to the Bears on th- th- yesterday. I mean, okay. whatever. I mean, whatever. What do you want to say? Like teams probably go into it being like, do we need to be all guns blazing, blazing, throwing everything at them? No, we don't. So that's why you're see, probably seeing a lot of close games. You had to eke it out a win every once in a while, man. It's like this is how it goes. The, 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 they're not, the Browns are not on the slide that the Raiders are on. And also, the Raiders just won yesterday, didn't they? No. Yeah, they did. They, they, they beat, beat, the they beat the Cowboys in overtime. I mean, come on. Maybe that just means the Bengals, that maybe just means the Bengals are that good of a team. I don't know. It means but, that the what? NFL is a weird league. Crazy things happen, okay? The, the, the Bills, who everybody had as like an AFC championship lock in the preseason – Lost to the Jaguars a couple weeks ago. I mean, things happen in the NFL. It just happens. It's a long season. Teams go through injuries. And I will tell you, this weekend, the Browns are getting cream hunt, and they're starting right tackle back. I'm just saying, it's going to be a good game. It's not going to be a blowout. This actually is a good lead into our Power Five. I know we have, we have a limited time today. Want to get into it? We're already talking about one of the games. Let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into it. Browns at uh, Ravens, Sunday Night Football. The Ravens are favored by four points. I'm taking the Browns because I have to. I wouldn't feel good about myself. And plus, I could see the Browns losing by a field goal. That's, I, that still gives me the spread. I'm telling you, that I, I think this game specifically, the Browns are going to come out. They got a whole week off afterwards. They're throwing everything they got to win this game. You've got to go into the bike on a high note. 
Because then you got to come back and face them right again. Like it's, you have, you got to you got to get this one. I think they're going to come out firing. And and I know that Lamar Jackson had a week off because uh, he was he had a, he was he was sick. But I don't know, man. What do you think about this game? I'm feeling I'm I'm not feeling good because you never feel good when you're playing the Ravens, especially in Baltimore. But I th- I'm excited for the game because I think it'll be an opportunity for the Browns to show everyone whether they win or lose that. There's not this like doomsday scenario unfolding before everybody's eyes where Baker's a mess and the, the team's in shambles. They're not on a slide. I think this is an opportunity for them to show that, and I think they will. That's what I think. There you go. Bingo bongo. Primetime game. Yep. Lamar Jackson's back. He's yep. fresh. No, we don't know. We don't know that he's fresh. Hey, hey, hey. Don't interrupt me. I interrupt you. We don't know he's fresh? I know he's fresh. I, I've been talking to the the Ravens insiders, okay? They follow me on Twitter. Primetime game. Lamar Jackson's at least more fresh than he would have been if he, you know, played last week. So he's good. He's at least I good don't know. There. He was, he was, no, he no. was a little sick. He, was, he, wasn't, he wasn't healthy enough to play. What do you want me to say what to that? If he's not healthy enough to play, maybe he's not training. Maybe he's not working out as much. Who knows? You don't know if he's fresh. You're not going to let me finish. You're, you're, That's what she the said. The Ravens are going to win this. The, the Ravens <laughs> are going to win this game. The Ravens are going to win this game by at least a touchdown. The Browns' offense has not has only scored two touchdowns in the last eight quarters. Okay, Ravens' defense are going to hold them again. They got Baker Mayfield is 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 on his last few games with the entire organization, um, and you know there's they're not going to pull it out. This is the beginning of a downward spiral. I I'll at least say this. The Ravens are in in prime time at home are going to crush the Browns. The Browns will probably spend the next two weeks licking their wounds and thinking about what they can do differently, and they might come back and beat the Ravens at home two weeks from now. Um, but it's the beginning of the end of their season, and it starts Sunday night. So a reason you said eight quarters and not two games? It's a bit of a douchey way to say two games. Well, it sounds better. Actually, uh, you know, if, if anything – I also don't know that's true. That's not. It might not be verified. It's it's definitely true. It's definitely they they only scored one. It was they lost forty five to seven against the Patriots, and they they won thirteen to ten against the Lions. So, um, oh, they missed a kick. All right, it's not true. They scored three touchdowns. Whatever. At least I'm fact checking myself live. Yes, thank you for that. Um, moving on. Right, moving on. Oh. I don't have the games in front of me. Oh, Carolina at Miami, I believe. Help me out, buddy. You got. I sent these all to you. I can't change my screen. You know how this goes. Carolina minus two and a half. You moderate this Power Five. I don't want to do this. You, I'm taking a week I off. Don't, I don't. I, I don't remember what the other game. You just need. You tell me the matches. I can give you the setup of everything. This is not going to go well. But okay. I'm using my phone. So okay. So they're right. in, Carolina is in Miami. What's the spread? It's Carolina minus two and a half. So um, I, I'm taking uh, Miami here, and I'll tell you why. Oh, Cam fanboy bandwagon. It's, 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 you're falling off the cart so soon. You've completely mis- misplaced my, my opinion on Cam. Uh, you, sometimes you hear what you want to hear, buddy. Anyway, as I was saying, uh, uh, I'm taking Miami, and the only reason I am is uh, the only reason I am is because um, I think that the Dolphins' defense <laughs> well, wrong? Something wrong? Something wrong? I think the Dolphins' defense, um, the way they affected, oh shit! I should have, I should have, you know. Sometimes when you have a when you have a podcast show, preparation is a good thing to do, but you know maybe it's just all the turkey in my belly and the stuffing. Uh, that's Miami, my... Miami's off. Miami's won three three games in a row. They Ooh. beat the Texans, Ravens, and the Jets. And the they Ravens. held each ah. of those. They held the Ravens to ten points. The Texans to nine points. The Jets to seven. Thank you very much. That's all I needed. Uh, the way they blitzed and impacted Lamar Jackson was telling to me. And I think that that if they can do it to Lamar, they can do it to Cam. That's why I'm taking Miami, and they're at home, and they've won three straight. Tua, Gasicki. I I also took Miami for that exact same logic. I'm not even lying, and I put my picks in early, so you know that I wasn't just copying you. But I think I think that 
Cam is a very poor man's Lamar Jackson. If they could do that to Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, they will definitely be able to do that to the Panthers. So Miami all the way. Um, the Los Angeles Rams at the Green Bay Packers. I believe the Rams are favored by two, two and a half, two. The Rams are minus one right now. On the what, Rams. DraftKings? No, no, that's that's not that's not accurate. Let's say minus one because if you're minus one, you might as well be this minus shows, two and a half. This just shows how close this game is. But anyways, I've got the Rams coming off a bye, a little bit more time for OBJ to gel with the team. Not that I think he's going to be that impactful, but he's on the field and he's a distract. He's at least he's a distractive piece. They've had two weeks to figure it out. Packers are playing. I think they just lost to the the Vikings by a, by a field goal. I think you you talk about this is one of the final days of Baker being on the Browns. This is absolutely one of the last days of Aaron being on the Packers. I mean, that writing's oh, been on the wall forever. Nice. And I think that you string a couple losses in a row, he's just going to stop caring altogether. Especially if he's getting a bunch of flack from everybody still. Uh, Andrew Aaron Rodgers is a, is a, is a, is a funky Aaron, cat, that's for sure. First off, Aaron Rodgers is not going to stop caring. Okay, he's not I'm not gonna, saying it, that. I'm, I'm not saying. I don't mean. I did. Said it. I don't mean it like that. I don't mean he's going to be all what of a sudden be like, oh, you know what? This season shot. I'm done. I'm not saying that. But the Packers say? have shown that they're vulnerable. They can they can lose to. I personally think the Packers are better than the Vikings. Well, they just lost to them. I think they. I, well, they were on the road. They were in. in, in um, they were in Minnesota. They were in Minnesota. And they lost by a field goal at the last minute. I'm taking the Rams. I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means. I mean, hell, you just watched the the Rams two weeks ago get crushed by the 49ers. That came out of nowhere. Um, but I'm taking the Rams only because they're the fresher team at the moment. And they've got, still got a great offense. I think Stafford's going to come back and, and play much better than he did a lot, two weeks ago. Um, and I think, I think with Aaron Jones still being a little bit banged up, even though he might play, I'm taking the Rams. It's going to be 35 degrees in Lambeau Field. And that's that California team. It's going to not be able to play in the cold. Matt Stafford never does well in Lambeau. He's on a different team now. I get it. But he just doesn't play up there. They have his number. Packers are going to win this game. They don't lose. They don't, they don't lose. They don't lose home games after Thanksgiving. What? The, week, the weekend after Thanksgiving, they don't lose home games. Or at least they tie. That's, that's most they do. <sighs> Packers. God, thank you, thank you. Gotcha. Okay, um, next one is I think we have the Cincinnati game in there. Cincinnati yeah. at Pittsburgh. And I believe no. some, okay. No, Pittsburgh no, no, no. at Cincinnati, and and the, Cincinnati beat Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh. Just so you know, you want to do this? You have it in front of you. Give it to me. Okay, it's Cincinnati minus three and a half, and it's Pittsburgh in Cincinnati. Guess who I took? You took the Steelers. The Steelers have had five games this year where they have fallen into points. It's not skill. It's happenstance. They, they, they swat a ball or like it gets tipped by some jabroni's helmet and they walk it into the end zone defensive score. The Steelers are a fraudulent team. They are not as good as their record. They are not as good at football as anyone in this city where we are would say. Cincinnati. I'm taking them. I think they're going to win by double digits. Yeah. Well, I would certainly love to see that. Uh, and I'm also taking the Bengals. I mean, I can't, how, can I, how can I not take the or, Bengals? I... Or they'll sack Burrow and they'll break his leg and it'll, it'll ruin his career. That, one or the other. They'll either win by double-digit points, or you'll be looking for a new quarterback next year. Alex Smith level injury. That's what I'm calling the, one of those two things. I mean, what do you think of that? Exactly what I was, uh, that's what I was going to say. So thanks for stealing all my thunder there, because I, I, I think that the Raven, the, the Bengals are going to beat the Steelers. The only thing I'm worried about is the that dirty team hurting our players. That's that was the only thing I was going to say. Who's your backup quarterback? 
<laughs> it's um, it's uh, I think it's Jeff Driscoll still. That uh, perfect, Jeff. No, no, it's Brandon Allen. There's another Allen. There's another quarterback named Allen in the league. Brandon Allen. I just looked it up. It was Jeff Driscoll, I think, but they they cut him, and they cut Finley too. Brandon Allen. We we our season. Is wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Not to derail here. They cut Driscoll and they cut Finley. The two guys that they crammed in in front of Andy Dalton on his freaking birthday and benched his ass just to give those guys a test run to see what they had. And then another cut from the team? Give me a break. That organization's a freaking joke. How do you do that to Andy Dalton? It's Andy Dalton. I get it. I make fun of him here and there. But that dude's a franchise leader in so many categories. And the disrespect that from two years ago, I can't believe that still. I'm still appalled by that. You don't treat your franchise guy like that. That, that coaching staff, they're out of touch, man. I can't believe that shit. And you cut you know, the guys too. At least keep Driscoll on or Finley on to be your guy for the rest, of the, your backup for the rest of time. You do that because you like Finley, not because you just want to see if he's got any juice. You know you're going to get Burrow in the, in the draft. That was complete. That was that was that was that was bogus, man. I can't. Believe, I still can't believe that shit. I was uh, I was also somewhat frustrated at the time, but I will say, winning cures all wounds, and. The it doesn't change the past, Bengals. but it doesn't change the past, Scotty. That still happened. There's still well, the coaching staff Zach that was Taylor, there. Zach, Zach Taylor came in with a plan, and I'm look. I'm being very careful with my words here, okay? Because I'm not just overtly, you know, championing Zach Taylor. But I, I will say, he came in with a plan to truly d- demolish and rebuild this team. So he took a lot of the veterans from the previous era, and we. We've documented my feelings on this in the old podcast. We had a plan, and that plan didn't involve any of the veterans on the current roster because they were past their prime, and they wanted to start over with a, with a new core of people. And they're building that core now. So despite the fact that they might have you know, treated some of Marvin Lewis's guys a little poorly, it wasn't their guys. They wanted to move on, and so they did. They moved on in the way that they knew how, and, and, and it is working so far. It's, it is working because if they win this week, they're going to be seven and four. And I think I was the only one, the only one that was saying that this is a possibility that could have happened this season. And now it's coming to Scotty. Fruit. It's not about them being Marvin Lewis's guys. It's Bengals nation's guys. Andy Dalton was an institution in Cincinnati for a damn near decade. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Forget Marvin Lewis. Forget having a plan. You already had him starting for, for half the season. For no reason, you bench him just to, like, do what? All you do is kill morale. The Finley sucked. They all sucked. They didn't do anything in that season. They were like, I don't even... People literally said they're tanking because they want the number one pick. That's... What, are, what, kind, of, what kind of... You don't do that to your guy, man. That's a... That's a yes, yes, you do. That's a franchise you know what, guy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call some hypocrisy on you here right now because they basically did the exact same thing that the Green Bay organization's doing with their quarterbacks. You know, with with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, and you were like, uh, you know, you were you were all bent out of shape or about that by saying, hey, the organization should you know try to move on and they should try to draft for the future. They should plan. This is very different. It's not different. It's the same exact thing. They didn't draft. They didn't draft. They didn't draft Finley to be the heir apparent. They were just testing things out. They were like, "We suck right now. Let's throw stuff at the wall and see what happens." And in in, in by doing that, you disrespect your franchise passing leader, the guy that's gotten you to the playoffs like four or five times. But it's okay if the Packers disrespect Aaron Rodgers when Aaron Rodgers can still very much win today. But it's but it's but it's okay to disrespect him because the Packers you know, didn't disrespect Aaron Rodgers. They're they're, they're they absolutely did by what by doing what did. by drafting Jordan Love. They did not need a quarterback. Oh, Finley, oh Finley was a first round draft pick. Jeff Driscoll was a first round draft pick. Okay, Andy Dalton is going to lead them to the future. They needed to see who. They needed to see. He was their present. You can. You can. You're already planning for the future. You're planning on drafting a quarterback the following year. They already knew that. They. What I'm saying is, you wouldn't get your quarterback if you didn't lose. You know, you had. You had. They had to be the number one pick. So you're saying that they did do that to tank. I hope they did. I hope they did, and it was a great thing that they did. I was rooting for them to get the number one pick because I wanted Joe Burrow because he's going to take. He's going to take the Bengals to the promised land, and he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. So, yeah, for them to lose 
you know, kind of throw in the towel for a season in order to, to make all those possibilities happen for the next 20 years? Yeah, you take the L's, man. Why wouldn't you? Because these are people. This is a team. Oh, pe- oh yeah. Oh, my gosh. You got to play on Thanksgiving Day against the Bears just last just, just yesterday. He's doing just fine, okay? He's not – He's he would have been way worse if he was still in Cincinnati right now. You got no heart, man. You got no heart. You got I've no got feelings. Okay. I got feelings. You don't know what it's like to be on a team. <laughs> okay, next one. Next, 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 next game. <laughs> I don't remember what the last one is. Are we on the last one? I think we're on the last one. It was the Vikings 49ers, I think. Oh, oh okay, okay. I think the 49ers are favored, right? It is San Francisco minus three, and it's playing in San Francisco. I will just come out and say I think I believe I took the Vikings, and it's mostly because of their performance last week beating the Packers. I mean, they're playing really well right now. When when that offense is healthy, they're really good and they're really hard to beat. I mean, you got tons of offensive weapons. Their defense is playing well enough. I just think that they they they're in a good. They're in a, they have a lot of momentum right now. So you ride that train. I, I don't. I mean, you can say the same thing about Jimmy G. I mean, he's had a couple good games in a row here, but uh, but yeah, I, I like the Vikings um, on the road. I like the Vikings to win this too. And here's the crazy thing about the Vikings. Okay, so Vikings record they're five and five right now, which is you know pretty mediocre. The first two games of the season, they lost at Cincinnati to last a game you know a game ending field goal. They lost at Arizona. 34 to 33 by one point. They lost against Cleveland by a touchdown. They lost against the Cowboys by four points. They lost against the Ravens in a last minute field goal, too. That's their five losses. They lost to playoff caliber teams. That's a tough schedule. Really close. That's a tough schedule. And so their record does not indicate how good that team is. And I think that they're better than the 49ers. Yeah, yeah. I think we're on the same page here. Wow, that was quick. Good job. Um, Bucket time. Helmets. You ready? Uh, I'm ready. My Jags did not pull it out last week. Um, but, you know, easy come, easy go, eh? Nick, yeah, this is Nick's. Oh, Nick's, okay, okay, just to just recap from last week, Detroit lost, so Nick's in the hole. The Broncos were on a bye, so, Scotty, you're good. Andrew had who? We'll find out later. And I had the Jags who lost. So, uh, yeah, go for it. Well, a quick thing to clarify with the rules here, because we have had six teams play already. So if you draw a helmet of a Thanksgiving game, what, what do we want to – is that a – do we just take the result of what that team was? If the team won, it's a free pass. If the team lost, then it's an L? Or yeah. do we want to say – No, yeah, that's okay. it. That's the scoop. All right. Nick first. He's shaking. He's shaking the cauldron. His hands are in there, although he didn't – oh, the Giants. So the Giants are playing Philadelphia um, at home. home. Oh, they're at home. You know, it's weird. Like, the Giants are beatable. or They they can win some games. They can surprise you, but if I'm Nick, I mean, the the Eagles Eagles just beat uh, New Orleans uh, pretty badly. So I'm not not doing that. I'm not keeping the Giants. I'm not doing it either. Yep. Now, this is the challenge with the second, the second pool. But there's three teams that you automatically have to do a punt. It's the bucket. There are three wins in there. I mean, it's, it, it, honestly, it's net, it's net neutral. The Chargers. Uh, the Chargers play. Oh, Scotty, help me out here. They play the, they play the Broncos in Denver. Hey, I'm, I know he's a Broncos guy, but I'm, I think he'd be happy with that. I like that more than the Giants. Yeah, the the Chargers have been they're coming off a good Sunday night win against the Pit, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Andrew, time. All right, Andrew. Andrew Andrew's got a lot of work to do. He's he's got like he's like four inconveniences in the hole. He's got a lot of making up to do. Maybe he'll, he'll double up on some of these. Oh, the Eagles. I'm t- I'm keeping it. I would keep it. Would you? Knowing that there's three all there's three losses, immediate losses. Eagles against the Giants, I'd, I'm keeping that. Philly. All right, Scott. Let's see what you got, buddy. I wish you well. 
boys. The boys. Who just lost? lost? Oh, he's tossing it back yeah. in. Oh, good. I'm hey, this is good that we established that rule early. Thank you for bringing it up because I completely forgot. We actually didn't go over the teams that are on a bye week this week, which are the Chiefs. And the Cardinals. Chiefs and the Cardinals. Oh, okay. A little silence there for you, just to reflect. Oh. The Bears. Who won? Hey. All right. All right. Two, two free passes in a row for Scotty. All right. All right. Let's, All right. Yep. Shake the dice and stir the rice. Let's go, buddy. Oh, the Texans play the Jets. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a question. And you know the Texans had it. The Texans looked pretty good against the you know who's. Um, um, they're in. They're in Houston. I'm. Oh, gosh. There are three. There are three instant deaths still available. I'm gonna toss it back. Because right. listen, Jeff Zach Wilson's back. You never know what could happen. Like it's the Texans. Maybe it's lightning in a bottle. They're coming. They were coming off a bye last week. Maybe they were ultra prepared. I can't trust the Texans. Let's go. Let's go. Let's let's roll right. it again. Let's spin the wheel. The wheel of doom. I want to reach my hand in there every once in a while. The Bucks. The Tampa Bucks. Bay Buccaneers play the. Uh, Colts. Oh, that's in in Indiana. That's going to be a tough game. Indianapolis. That that's 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 a game they could win for sure, but that's not a gimme. I'll keep it. I'll keep it. You don't have a choice. But I'll still keep it. Um, All right, Uh, let's do it, Scotty. What are you thankful for? Thanksgiving edition. Hooray! Stuffing and cranberry sauce. Uh, turkeys and uh, American holidays. What are you thankful for, buddy, in the sports world? What are you right. thankful for? Thankful for in the sports world. I got a few things off the top of my head. Very thankful, and it kind of went under the radar, as these things typically do, but I'm thankful that Bryce Harper won the MVP this year, which is a pretty big deal. Uh, so it's always good to have uh, one, of your, uh, one of your favorite team stars get the right accolades. Accolades. Very thankful for Ohio State football turning it around at the kind of rough start of the beginning of the season. The fact that they're going in tomorrow, ranked number two, and have a good uh, have a good uh, uh, chance at maybe making the Big Ten championship and potentially playoffs too. So thankful for that. And I have to be thankful for the Cincinnati Bengals season so far. Like we've been talking about this entire podcast, the fact that they're six and four, they've won more games this season than they had the past two seasons combined. That is proof that the rebuild is working. They're they're on a good trajectory, a lot of hope. Even if the, the rest of the season doesn't, you know, go as the way it possibly should or can go, uh, still is a, the season, I would say, is a complete victory. So for those those things, I'm thankful. I am thankful. I am thankful. Thank you for asking. I'm thankful for two things. I'm thankful for many things. But the two I will mention here. One is, is and it's not recent news, but before the NHL season kicked off, the Wild – Agreed to a, I think it was a four or five year contract with Kirill Kaprizov, who is a very good up and coming star, um, very good offensive talent. Very very happy for the core group of of Wild players, and I'm actually really grateful that they that they um, protected Matt Dumba as well. He was a good young defenseman because they could have lost him to the, to the Kraken in the expansion draft. Um, so I'm very, I'm very thankful for my boy Spurgeon. You know, you got Kevin Fiala. They got a good group of guys, even though as you hear over the weekend or uh, recently, they were late. I think it was maybe even yesterday or two days ago. They were late to a game. Like the whole team, like the team bus was caught in New York traffic going to a Devils game. <laughs> <laughs> the Devils, they were nice, and they, they, they pushed the game back. But they should have been like, sorry, man. I don't know how the rules go. I don't know what the NHL would have done. But anyway, not, not thankful for the travel coordinator, but very thankful for uh, the, the good group of players that I'm excited to watch for the next couple of years. And how could I? I mean, of course I'm thankful for Cleveland Browns' leadership. Stefanski, and of course my boy Baker, Take the good with the bad, and there's plenty of good, and there's there's some bad. There's leadership on this team, and and there's no all of the drama around the Browns. It's all out here. 
It's all out on the periphery. All of us uh, schmoes talking about shit. In the building, they're focused on winning games. And, and Baker and Miles and Stefanski, they, they have a mission and they're going after it. It's something that the Browns have not had in a long, 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 long time. And I am thankful. I, 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 I am any Browns fan out there. And you know what's funny? I got to say this one thing too. All the whole, the whole, I'm on Twitter, I'm on these, you know, listening to people talk about, educate, even educated people about the NFL, talking about, talking about the NFL and the current state of the Browns. Everybody's talking about Browns fans need to be more appreciative, Browns fans, like, you know, whatever, like, giving up on Baker. That's not happening. I don't know why they're saying that. It's not happening. These people are not connected to, to the city of Cleveland and people to watch those games. People are happy. I mean, it's from my perspective. Who am I? I don't talk to everybody, but, but, we're very, very, we we are all very, very grateful for this team and this owner and this leadership that we have now because we haven't had any of it. It's been it's been desolate. It's been a, it's been a wasteland, a deserted wasteland of just incompetency and horrible football. On this Thanksgiving, I'm very, very, very thankful for the Browns. Is that it? I guess that's it. There you go. Um, okay. Well, uh, the top three. I hate I thought you said we were doing that instead of the top three. Did I say instead? I hate the top yeah, three. You, 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 yeah, you said the things, but you, but you, you just went off. Should we not do one? No, no, I think we're done with the top threes. I think that's yeah, it. Forever? Well, for, until we, until we want to bring it back. Hmm. Nothing's ever banned on this show. But, you know. Except prejudice. Yes, and hate speech. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. And yeah. Um, the Michigan fanhood. Yeah, yeah. No, that, not in Penn State fanhood, too, honestly. He, he hate, I mean, here, I hate Penn State more than I hate Michigan. I just do, you know? I Top three both, most hated sports organizations. Uh, then refresh my memory. Humor me, buddy. Okay. You should make so, you make it quick. Don't you don't have to stand on ceremony. Just go well, for is, it. Well, is the, is, the, is the question just college football teams or all of sports? It's all of sports. Oh gosh! Oh come on! Right. You know this like the back. You have a tattooed on your back. Three, three is the hardest because okay, it's it's Penn State and then it's Michigan, but the third, probably the Mets. Braves, Braves are more like world the world champions, the, the World Series champion Braves. Put a little respect yeah, no, on that no, name. But you, no, no, no. You know what? No. You know what? Cardinals are number three. <laughs> what the hell? What a turn of events. Yeah. No, I didn't even no. mention them. I know. It's, if you give me a few seconds to think about it, it all comes back. Ten years, man. Ten years ago. Well, give me one, then. Give me one. All right. Well, shoot. Um. Um. I we we just we said what we were grateful for. Now we're, we've turned we've flipped the switch to hate. Give me something. Give me some hate related things. Not hate speech. It's banned. Yeah, okay. we, there's no place for okay. that here. Okay. Um, top three least favorite. Um, top three least favorite uh, athletes. Just athletes as a person. Like least favorite. Who 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 the. People. I'm gonna exclude. I'm gonna exclude people that have been convicted for crimes because it's a little easy. Yeah. I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna. Let, let, let me tell you. The, let me give you a refined question. Okay. Top three least favorite athletes that are otherwise beloved. Oh, otherwise beloved. This is a hard one because it's it's the it's the it's the person. You got to choose the right people. Can you filibuster? Can you filibuster here? You give me a, give me a minute or two. I mean, shit. Yeah, I have I, one. I've got my one. Well, I could, as you talk through, I'll say the reason why I thought of this question is because the Cardinals are a team that I think generally most baseball fans like the Cardinals. They've not been a you know they've not been a a team or an organization that's you know done had dirty tactics. They've always been kind of good fans. I will say Cardinals fans are some of the nicest people I've ever met. When I go to baseball games and the Cardinals are playing whatever team, you know, they're visiting fans, they're so nice. They're like, do anything for you. 
but I hate the Cardinals, and I will always hate the Cardinals because what they did to me in 2011. Uh, and so, you know, that's just going to be there for me. So, I don't care. Does that help spurn any ideas for you? It got me one. Yeah, it did get me one. And you know, I'll tell you what, uh, that Cardinals team, we could do a whole podcast on this, but if, if you beat them, if you beat, if you beat teams, you, you deserve to win. Am I wrong? Well, you say like the, you say like that year of the Phillies, they won a hundred games, like they should have won. It was theirs uh-huh. to win. Yeah, they they won. They, I mean, they beat the Cardinals in that year. They beat them like eight to two during the regular season, and there just was some shenanigans that happened. And Ryan Howard got hurt uh, in the, in that playoff game, so it just it it shouldn't it shouldn't have occurred. If the Phillies got over that hump of the Cardinals in two thousand eleven, they would have won the World Series, and that would have capped off one of the most amazing seasons. And not just franchise history, but MLB history, which which it's just it's just the travesty it will live for me, live with me forever. I'll be telling my kids and grandkids about the fateful year of 2011. And also, you know what? That's the year that Michigan beat Ohio State. What a horrible year! What a horrible year! Yeah, let's. <laughs> thanks for thanks yeah. for thanks for circling back on that one. Yeah. Um, okay, um, I. Forty to thirty. Oh, all right. They, these have these have these have to be athletes, right? Yes. All right. Um, I've got. I've got. Uh, I've got. I've got my one and two, and then I've got a, a my third place spot has two. Is that okay? You've Changing the rules here. Cost, you've always accosted us when we don't do top three. Yeah, I always say top three, man. Top three. All right, fine. You gotta make them quick. Okay, quick. Um, and this is, these are not in any particular order, although they are. Um, uh, I'm going to start with three, and I'm going to say okay. uh, Ray Lewis. Hmm. Number two. Okay. Well, I don't know if I want to do two. I don't know which. One, I don't know which one will be more fun and surprising to you. Both of the top number number one and number two are pretty damn good. You know what? One's a little bit less so. Lionel Messi. Spit it out. Lionel Messi. Oh, you hate Messi. Hate him. I'm a Ronaldo guy. Real Madrid all the way. Barcelona sucks. I hate Barcelona. Barcelona is on my. Is they're absolutely my top ten. Most ha- my personal most hated sports sports organizations. Absolutely. You're that passionate about it that you would say that you'd hate Le- Messi. I hate Barcelona more than I love Real Madrid. How about that? Wow. What have they done to you? That's not the point. Different, different time. Different time. Different. Time. Number one. I although I said Messi was number one, but one and two, whatever. This whole list is all whatever. It's all made up. Heinz Ward. Oh yeah, and yeah. along and along with Heinz Ward, that whole era of Steelers, they can all go. You know what? But Heinz Ward, I I still I still say this to this day, and I'll never. This is a hill I am willing to die on. Heinz Ward is one of the dirtiest players in NFL history. Back before, like back before they even had like 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 helmets and shit. When like the hits were like there was no rules at all. You could just hit anybody. You know. Heinz Ward surpasses all that stuff. And you get up and smile about it. Like it's all a big freaking joke to him. You just ruined some guy's life. He's eating out of a tube now. And he's like smiling. Oh, and all the fans waving their stupid little diaper towels. Oh, oh, Heinz keeps on smiling. As long as he's smiling, we're okay. Fuck Heinz Ward. I hate Heinz Ward. Palomalu too. He's, that, he's a jabroni as well. He's only good because of his hair. And the evidence, the proof's in the pudding. The only reason Palomalu's even in their lives anymore Head and shoulders commercials. I mean, come on, dude. Palomalu, you're not you're not shaking your head. Yes, I know you feel the same way about this. Palomalu was only good because of his hair. Anybody can jump over the center when the play clock's at zero. Everybody can do that. It's not special. Oh, he's got these instincts. Baloney, full on baloney sandwich. I'm not buying it. Heinz Ward sucks. Can't stand him. Sucks. Antonio Brown, if he didn't get up, if he wasn't all like, if he didn't like lose his mind and actually was like a good like entertainment, although it's quite sad what's happening to him. I think he's got some serious issues that need to be dealt with. Stomping on the Browns, like kick, like like kicker, the punter on a return, and like everybody's like no no flags, no nothing. He stomped on his face. You can't do that. He extended his leg. He stomped his face in. And they're all, I, all, all my, my, my chat's going nuts. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, all these Steelers fans are creaming their pants over this shit. It's an illegal move. He's trying to hurt the guy. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And he's shaking his ass in the end zone like it's some big, big fucking accomplishment. Steelers suck. I hate the Steelers. I hate the Steelers, too. <laughs>
Sorry. I, agree with I just I just exploded all over your face right there. Sorry about that. I, Phrasing. I agree with everything. I, I agreed with I agreed with everything that you just said. Oh, uh, hot! I'm hot. The only, the only, but the only thing, and this is this is why this is what a great weekend. Oh, TJ Watt? Now. Are you kidding me? Oh yeah, TJ Watt. You know, good for like I love Le'Veon Bell for standing up to that trash organization. You pay me. I'm I'm here working my ass off. You're gonna franchise tag me twice. Well, I'm not coming. And now he's the bad guy. And everybody's like, ah, oh, your career is over. Oh, you, do, you were nothing after this deal. Give me a break. He stood up to them, and I love that. You pay the man. He's a big deal to your franchise. Give me a break, Tomlin. Roonies. What is this? Nate, tell me, who the, tell me anybody else in the Steelers organization. Oh, frauds. The whole team's a joke. I'm done with this. <laughs> I can't stop. Stop me, Scotty. Say I something. Love, I like Cam Hayward. Cam Hayward's a decent player. He's an Ohio, and, and uh, she, you know what? I do like the Shazier. That's a that's a that's, you never I'm, you never want to see that. I mean, come on, you never want to see you that. Don't, but you don't. But that's but what what really made me mad about that game. And I'm obviously, I mean, I love Ryan Shazier as, as an Ohio State player. He was a good opponent as a Steeler. You never want to see someone get injured, and partic- particularly a, a life altering injury like never. that. Yeah, you don't want to. But he did not tackle properly there that was a bad attempt at a tackle and and that game in particular that game against the Bengals in particular the Steelers were like legitimately cheap shotting Bengals players the entire that was a, that was when they were like those 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 rosters hated each other okay so perfect help you can't so you can't get well leave Shazier alone why even say that why even say that what's the point of saying that Getting on Shazier about his tackling. And the guy's like, I mean, sure, I'm sure he'd take it back because he, too. Because, because, because he he was tr- and uh, he was that was a, he was trying to do a dirty move. He was leading with his head. He was trying to hurt somebody, and he he, he messed up, and he cost himself, you know, his whole career, and and he risked himself not being able to walk because he was just trying to, you know, hurt somebody else by tackling really poorly. Trying to lead with your head, you just can't do it. We should know? we should have we should have started. With this, and then it ended with the thankful stuff, because now yeah, we just—it's no, no, all like something like sour grapes. Yeah. We're all hot. We're all like messed up and angry. Yeah, but here's the thing, and this—you you kept going on your rant as I, I was know. trying sorry, to talk. Sorry, sorry. Off again, I was trying to bring this back around in a positive light. What's nice though, and this is what's really cool about this week in particular for 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 us, but specifically me, is we have the Ohio State Michigan game tomorrow, Steelers Bengals. You know, Sunday. This is rivalry weekend, baby. So we Browns, got, Browns, Ravens, yeah. Browns, Ravens. So we've got an opportunity to see our teams really take it to p- teams that we don't like very much. So or lose badly. Let's just hope, let's just hope that that's happens. Let's hope that that happens. Or lose yeah. embarrassingly. <laughs> lose with. Let's we could see. also see all of our teams lose in shame, and and we it would be yeah. it would be deserved shame. Uh, it, it would be deserved shame. We might not post this video. In fact. Well, it might never get posted anyway. So, <laughs> um, Scotty, right. Messi sucks. Heinz Ward. Didn't know that. I didn't know. I didn't know how bad you disliked them. I will. I'll be sure to dig into that more. There you go. Have yeah. fun digging. Thank you for sticking it out with us. That is the end of this episode. Um, uh, uh, that's it. Actually, I don't have anything else after that. Are you going to change up the hat every once in a while? Are you going to like... This this is the Bengals victory hat. I wear this, the podcast, immediately following a Bengals victory. So that's why you've been seeing me wear this a lot. It's to the point where you have to mention if I want to change it up. Because (laughs) they keep winning. (laughs) Don't forget, there was not too long ago, Scotty, there was a story of a guy that that promised to... He he wasn't going to leave his roof until the Bengals won a game. And he was up there for, for several months. <laughs> so that was not too long ago. That was like 2018 or something. So I am out. All right. It's the beginning of a new era. It's a all new right. day for who day, right? All right. Are you serious? You just – all right. We're closing with that. Au revoir. <laughs> I can't believe I got so mad. <laughs> Dude, you want – It's Heinz Ward. It's not even anybody else. It's just Heinz Ward. I don't even hate Palomalu that much. I'll do, I do stand by everything I said about him being overrated. Um, he was obviously a good player. He's a Hall of Famer. But, but Heinz Ward just gets me going. Man. He grinds my gears. And A, B, they, those teams, they were disrespectful. There's, like, there's, no, there's, no, like, cor- there's no cordialness. There's no like, respect between the players and stuff. That's, I don't like that. It's only good 
when you have really good football games to go along with it. For all those, all that whole period of time, I know I'm, t- I'm, I'm, I'm you're, you want to get going, but for that whole period of time, the Steelers were also beating up on the Browns. It was like, we know we're going to beat you. We do beat you. And then in the course of beating you, we shit all over you. And we, and we, we, we tell you, we didn't even really need to show up today, but we, we, we're here because we know you guys need some practice. So, like, you know, we're going through it in the lotions. That's why I dislike all those, those teams. You don't have to do it like that. There's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a nice way to do it. It was like the movie The Little Giants, you know? It was the Cowboys versus the Giants. The Bullies. That's what it felt like for, like, 15 years, you know? Yeah, well. You had, you had, Rick Moranis was your head coach. I'll always have <laughs> the, <could> have <laughs> I'll always have the 2020 playoffs. Scotty, goodbye. This is officially the goodbye. Happy Thanksgiving, my friend. Hey, what time? I know we said 9, but are you still planning on coming over 9? Totally fine. Uh, 9.30. She'll be there with bells on. Cool. All right, see you, Lane. Bye. All right, so if you've listened this far, you must, for some reason, like what you've heard. So um, given that, please remember to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Make sure to follow us on Twitter, at ObsessionCast, for all future episode updates and whatever else we might post, sports-related or otherwise. Thanks for watching.